up and get out of bed. Don't delay your sleepy head. Grab a seat on the couch. Listen to what we're talking about in a Saturday morning pajamas. Hello and welcome. Go to the snack counter, get yourself a soda, some milk duds perhaps. As Saturday Morning Pajamas presents At the Matinee. Jack's here along with... AJ. And we've just come from the movies. I know what you're thinking. Sausage Party was great. Yeah, we, we can't tell you that. We didn't go to see a Sausage Party. I wanted to see Sausage Party. However... We wanted to go see the movie we thought would be disappointing first. We wanted to go see the movie, yes. Uh, okay, I more wanted to see it. But here's the problem. I was wrong. We went, just came from seeing Pete's Dragon, the Disney remake, with the furry dragon, and we loved it. I so wanted to go into this movie hating it. I really did. And don't get me wrong, the movie is schmaltzy, so, and I'm really not a big fan of that kind of stuff, but this movie did it so well. I think part of it, what did that for us, is it's another reviewer... Um, Black, uh, the Black Nerd Comedy, Andre, I think he said best where it reminds you of one of those 80s families movies. Mm-hmm. So it brought back the feels from watching E.T., from watching, um, I can't think of any others right now. Well, it brings back the feels of watching those good late 70s, early 80s, live action Disney you know, family movies. Mm-hmm. It brought back the feelings of, like, say, watching... Uh, how, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Yeah. Or so early 90s, even. Yeah. It, and they're movies that, like, this theater, we went to a 9.45 showing. We tempted the fates again, and we actually stayed awake. Yeah. Not that caffeine and candy had anything to do with that. Not at all. But there, there was a couple kids in the theater. Why, when the movie got, like, at 11.45, I don't know. But for the most part, it was, I say, 90% adults. Yeah, for the most part, it was pretty much all adults. Um, well, we technically, even... I, I mean, we saw those four frat guys come in. So. <laughs> well, yeah, we're sitting there and we're we're sitting there while the previews are playing, and we're getting people coming, still coming in, and we see a group of like four, probably teenage. I would say I would say frat guys. I'd say they were in high school age. Come so, in, seventeen to nineteen. Yeah, so we're kind of sit. We see them walk in, and I'm sitting there going, okay. Bet you anything, about 15 minutes into this movie, we see those guys walk out. Because we were located right next to Sausage Party. But they didn't leave, I saw. No, and no one left. And you know what? That Well, no, no. A couple did leave. But, you know, whatever. And they probably won Nerve, which was also on the other side of us. Yes. Anyway. So, <laughs> so the mo- so anyway, the movie itself, it was a good movie. I don't want to, I, I I really don't want to go ahead and go go into a um, synopsis of the movie because that's gonna spoil it. And you know what? I think this is a movie best experienced for the first time by yourself. I'll tell you one thing. Get ready for some feels. Yes, um, I do want to go just basic synopsis, very basic. There's a boy named, um, and it's going to kind of compare back to our earlier um, episode where we talked about 1907 original, mm-hmm. uh, but there is an orphan named, uh, named Pete. Uh, Pete's alone in the forest. Pete meets a dragon. He names Elliot. 
this Elliot does not talk. Um, time goes by. Six years later. Yeah. Six years later, something happens. He's discovered by the human population. And uh, by a poor stranger who does a very shitty job because you never noticed him before. <laughs> yeah, but you got to keep in mind she's a forest ranger in a certain area. A forest. A large forest. Yeah. She can't be everywhere. No. All, even though she does claim at some point in the movie to know that forest like the back of my hand. How could I miss... Where did that mole come from? Yeah, exactly. Um, so then, of course, they find him. Someone else finds out about Elliot, wants to capture him, do mm -hmm. nefarious things to him. Bad bones. Uh, and you know what? Tension and plot and good time and you know, action involved. Yes. Uh, and the movie, Happy Happy Feels. Yep. And then feelings ensue and the movie's over. Yes. Um, I'm going to take a break right here just to hear a couple words from our fellow podcasters, and then we're going to get into some more specifics. Not too spoilery. We're going to be very vague, but things that won't won't ruin the movie. And due, and due to being vagueness, this might end up being a shorter review. Sorry. But you love us anyway. Yeah. Be right back. This is the Secret Transmission Podcast. We are a podcast about the strange and unusual, the secret and the conspiracies, the fringe and the supernatural. We're a podcast that talks about weird things like number stations, the Bermuda Triangle, the Salem Witch Trials, time travel, the moon landing, the Zika virus, serial killers, cults, the deep web, UFOs, superstitions. We cover it all. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and Google Play. You can also follow us on Twitter, at SecretTranspod, at S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Come listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Do you ever watch Kung Fu? I love Kung Fu. Join me on the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss, debate, and dissect Kung Fu and martial arts movies past, present, and future. Available now on iTunes and Google Play Music. You can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Kung Fu Drive-In, the Facebook page Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast, or our blog KungFuDriveIn.com. Just remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. Weren't my friends great? Wasn't that a great promo? You should definitely check them out. I know who's on there. I have a list of who I'm pointing every week now, and I don't have them in front of me. So we're just going to go. Great friends of mine that did everyone who I give promos to. Check them out when you're done with us. Okay, that's out of the way. Check. Now on to more Peach Dragon. Okay, real quick. What is it with Disney movies and hating parents? I don't know. I mean, we're not going to say exactly what happened to the parents. Yeah. But we were already uh, giving you a spoiler okay. saying Disney. But no, well, at no, least. We've already given that spoiler because Pete's an orphan. We just said that. But how he becomes an orphan, we're not going into. No. But at least it's better than the beginning of the original 77 classic where the family that had adopted Pete is singing a song about. Beating him, grinding him. Killing but burn him. him slowly so it doesn't hurt. 
Well, time to road tracks, put him in a bag, beat him till he drowns. You know, hillbilly cannibalism. Yes, and it's just like, oh, okay. Well then, that Walt, is your ghost rolling over his grave yet, or whatever? Uh, just, just let's let, let's go talk to Roy, see what he thinks. This was also the seventies, so it's not early, too early for cocaine to be involved. Hmm. Well, here's the thing: it's the seventies, which, if I remember correctly, this movie what was it? The original one was seventy-seven. The, yeah, seventy-seven was the first. I think the first movie under Eisner. Oh, Eisner was not paying attention. No. Count his money, I bet. <laughs> yep. So, I will. I'll give points to the remake for. Okay, the remake gets points for not having child abuse, but God, she have a, Don't do that, Disney. After Up, <laughs> after Up, after Finding Nemo, after oh God, I'm drawing blanks again. After just a shit ton of Disney movies, you think I would have learned by now to not trust Disney? But no, I go in thinking this is gonna be happy. It's going to be a fun movie to watch. Yay! It's great now. <laughs> yeah. So, no, and, you know, like I said, you know, Disney, tell us what, whose parents, you know, beat you in the shed. Sit, please. Well, if you think about it, all media wants kids to, to dream of being orphans. I mean, what do all the great superheroes have in common? Orphans. What do all the great Disney characters have in common? Orphans, or at least without or a mom or a dad. Yeah, but th- there's a difference. That's called motivation. Uh huh. A T Rex behind me is motivation, but you know we can find better ways of doing it. Yeah, killing off my parents isn't gonna make me want to go run and save people. Killing off my parents is gonna make me want to go into a hole and cry. Which some of me have done during the movie, but hey, bring tissues if you are someone who is emotionally um, vulnerable. Yeah, seriously, I do tend to tear up during movies, especially if it involves, like, family scenes and stuff like that. However... You were not the only one in the theater. I'm certain I wasn't the only one in the theater, and I... I I can't say I was bawling like a baby, but the tears were running freely. Yes. Uh, So, before warning there, and do not, I repeat, do not think you can just use your napkins because by the point because it's possible there's going to be a point in your movie where you might want to cry and it's going to be far enough in where those napkins are covered in butter from your popcorn and that will sting like a motherfucker so have clean tissues speaking from experience are we never so uh, another little bit mm-hmm. um i was gonna go to like skip around a bit in the movie just because yeah keep you guessing when you see it um there is a scene where elliot's flying and a few people think they see something, but, you know, it's kind of one of those, oh, sure, sure, you're just dreaming or you're drunk or whatever things. Well, there's a little girl in the hospital, and she sees Ellie outside the window. Yeah, She's in the hospital with a broken leg, and she tells her mom there's a monster outside. And mom's like, that's nice, dear. With that attentive parenting, I question how her daughter got the broken leg in the, in first, the first place. place. Yep. Just questions. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, and another thing about this movie. It did sound at very short intervals. It did take, you know, references to the original movie. Yes. Apparently, okay, so in the original movie, there was the song Candle on the Water. That was that really boring scene where the woman was singing The Lighthouse and you tuck a nap in the original. Yep. 
That song, a, re- a version of that, is on the soundtrack. Okay. Um, and another good reference, I would say, is it's a reference. They really did Robert Redford up to make him look like Mickey Rooney. They I, did. They, he looked so similar to Mickey Rooney in this movie. It's not even funny. They did, and he had a good, a good charm about him. He, one good thing about the casting, I think the casting was great. Not Robert Redford kind of acted as a narrator. Mm-hmm. He wasn't... Really, outside of Pete and Elliot, there was no main character of a other person. Yeah. Like, even though they play up Bryce Dillon, Dallas Howard and Robert Redford as being big you in the movie, they're not... They're in the movie, but the main focus remains on Pete and Elliot. You know, Bryce Dallas Howard did a fantastic job in this movie. Yeah. I think she did so much better in this movie than she did, was in Jurassic World. Well, that's just because she wasn't wearing heels and riding from a dragon. Wait. She was running for a dragon. But there were no heels. Right. Now it dies for boots. True. Well, she was a forest ranger. Sorry if that spoils anything, but yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, there, yeah, there's a lot of things to talk about with this movie, and I'll be damned if I can't remember any of them right now. Um, may, I want to talk about just our experience at the theater, just because mm-hmm. I think that's kind of interesting. So we get there a little bit early because we went to the theater where... We did not go to the luxury theater because we were expecting this to suck. Yeah, we weren't gonna waste the money on the on the little bit more expensive tickets. Two bucks on a movie that we thought was going to be awful, and we were going to be tearing it apart later. And we figured we'll see Sausage Party second because that's gonna be the happier one, and we'll be happy then. Yeah. And so we went to the luxury theater. So we got there early to get good seats, and I think. Me- the theater got maybe maybe half full by the time the preview started. Yeah, and which brings us to the point of when did it become a thing to start showing up for the movie after the previews, after the credits have already started? Well, during the previews, I don't think th- there was a little bit of traffic, but not much. But th- God, once the previews ended and we're actually watching the movie, the opening credits of the movie, mm-hmm. people started coming in. We Some probably had like 12 or 15 people come in. There was people that came in, a family that came in after the opening scene that kind of just sets up the the motivation, the plot for the movie. Yeah. Like, it, it's a key scene in the movie, and it's just, let's not show up, let's bring our kids First of all, the movie starts at 9.45, so it's probably 10 o'clock now, and you're showing up with your kids at a movie, and it's already started. Yep. Go out front, get your money back, come back tomorrow. Yep. You'll enjoy the movie much better, and you'll probably enjoy it because you are not rushing now. Yep. Um, and ma- this just might be me personally irked because some of the people that came in late sat on the row behind us making a bunch of noise, and I'm just, mm-hmm. my thought was, we got here on time. We got here early. If you came and bought a show up on time, don't spoil... Don't interrupt everyone who you have to get to in the middle of the road to sit mm. next to just because you couldn't make it on time. Granted, I will give them this. There was entirely one 3D showing and three regular th- showings at this theater all day. Mm-hmm. And it's opening day. They did not even give this thing a midnight release. They were not expecting anything from this movie. Yep. Uh, the Luxury Theater, same. One 3D and three regular showings. And you know... This movie really does deserve a chance. I, I suffice to say, this is, I mean, it, it doesn't take much to be better than the original, because the original was kind, I'm going to say it was kind of a boring mess. I can't argue. I, I have fond memories, so I'm looking at it through my nostalgia glasses, mm-hmm. but I know damn well that 
it uh, takes a patient soul to get through that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, but this movie gets it right. This movie does it very well. The music, like the soundtrack, mm. I'm actually right now looking at the soundtrack about ready to purchase because it's not on Spotify, which yeah, I. Which but the music, my, the music yeah. is so good. It's. Partially, is it partially or fully composed by Lindsey Sterling? Partially composed by Lindsey Sterling, is what I heard. And mm-hmm. then there's uh, the Lumineers are on this. Yep. Um, oh, Leonard Cohen's on this. Yep. Um, quite a few other people. Uh, there's a lot of violin music that Lindsey Sterling did in it, and so it's really peaceful. It's really calming. Um, and if, no, you're, oh, if you're looking ahead. for a nice, good, like relaxing, like background music, like say when you're reading or studying or whatever the score the soundtrack is something great to listen to uh like i mentioned it's not on spotify right now but it's i don't know if the soundtrack is officially out yet or if that's not why uh might be on google play music uh you can check it out if you want to stream it if not it's like 12 bucks at amazon or you can pick a couple songs but definitely something if you have a chance to listen to i recommend another thing this movie does very well it never gives us an actual time setting yeah, it but it but gives clues. It's made for our generation because it gives that it makes it vaguely early mid, early mid maybe even a little bit to, into late eighties. The there's no cell phones. The make of the cars is all around that pe- time period. There's like no there's no flashy cars. No. So you know no car company got their hooks into the product placement deal. Yep. Um. They. And, you know, it takes place in a small town during that time period. And come as someone who grew up in what was a small town during that time period, they nailed it right on the head. I lived in a bigger town, but and so it just reminds me more of the movies I recall around that time. Um, it actually gives me a little bit of feeling like Bridge to Terabithia. Not mm-hmm. the original, but the remake. Just because it's that small town wooden feeling. Um, just with less blatant child murder for tears and feels. And, you know, just quick segue connection, Bridget Terabithia, who was in that? I don't remember. The, bo- the boy who was in Bridget Terabithia played PETA in The Hunger Games. In The Hunger Games, okay. And Wes Bentley, who played Seneca in The Hunger Games, played the main, okay, played one of the main adults in this movie. Yeah. Um, as well as Bones. And, and Bones from... Um, Star Trek, the you know current incarnation. Yes. He on in theaters because it's coming up that TV show soon. Mm-hmm. He played another. He played that guy's brother. <laughs> yeah, and you know he's. I like him as an actor, and I. But I'm sitting there. I'm going. I, I, when I'm seeing him in that, all I can see is bones, and that's just me. My problem was he actually actually AJ actually said bones right away, and I didn't get grasp what he was talking about. So I spent a good three quarters movie trying to go. Where do I know this guy from? It's bugging me. I want to pull out my phone, but I can't because I'm in the theater. Where do I... Oh, my God, it's Bones. <laughs> and, I, and I had a fairly similar experience where the other main guy, the other brother, I was sitting there through the whole movie going, who is this guy? I know this guy's face from somewhere. I can... All I'm thinking of is a top hat and a curly Q mustache. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um... You know, Interesting connections. Yes. Um, anything else, really? I'm thinking, because I know there was more we are saying, but I'm also trying not to... Oh, okay, I want to talk a little bit about Elliot's design. Mm-hmm. Um, in the original, 
First off, original Elliot was more scaly. Yep. In this one, he's furry, which I actually like. Um, though I'm, though I have, I have a half a feeling that he's furry now, so they can sell plush toys easier. <laughs> but what's so funny? Just the the terminology you're using. He is furry, not he is a furry. Yes, but you also said scaly, which is also another offshoot of furries. Things I didn't need to know. Make that on the list. Okay. The <laughs> <laughs> point is, they they kept a few things on Elliot. Like, for example, the original Elliot was missing a fang. This Elliot's missing a fang as well. Yep. This Elliot had seen some shit, I'm telling you. He, if he had he, scars all over his body. There were scars on him. He was um, there was like a tear, a little piece missing from one of his wings. If you look, if you when you see this, not if, but when you see this, take a look. You'll see he's been through a bit, and you can probably guess what happened once you watch the movie. But it's just like poor Elliot. It's you know, yeah. The the dragon makes you feel, man. And there are t- you know, and another thing. There are many times during this movie that they would start saying someone talking about, you know, they saw a dragon. And every time, every single time, one of the one of the things that the original movie left with me, a dragon, a, a dragon, dragon, I swear I saw, I saw a dragon. dragon. Yeah, it, YouTube that clip, I'll put that on the blog post, actually, if I can find it. But if not, YouTube or check out the original for the, the songs. Because the song, Some, songs are so bad in the original, but... You know, there's just most of them are very ba- most of them are very bad. A dra- um I saw a dragon. What the one done by Mickey Rooney? Actually, halfway decent. Yeah, that's the one. That's why it's always stuck in my head. And it involves lots of wasted alcohol and a girl dancing on beer barrels and yeah. yeah oh yeah, the the when it comes to the actual choreography of that scene, holy crap! Yeah, that's cheesy as hell. But it's still it's something to be seen. Yeah. I, well, I can't really think of much else without spoiling. Can you, AJ? No, I think we need to go ahead and just leave it here. Uh, the movie itself, fantastic movie. I think, you know, go out and see it for yourself. Please go out and see it for yourself because I want this movie to succeed. I want this to be a sleeper hit. I want people to, you know, get... And I want it to get word of mouth and more people to go see this. Exactly. I want Disney... First of all, I want people to see it just because it's good. Second, I want Disney to know that this type of movie... Can, can be good. succeed. Yes, you don't. Everything doesn't have to be Cars thirty four or. Um, yeah, and, and given yeah, it, it is a re- it is a remake of um of an older property. But it's like but a reimagining. So it's, it's a reimagining, and it's a be- It's done much better than the original. It's actually given a story to something that was, like I said earlier, kind of a mess. Yeah, it. There was a lot of care put into this, uh, partly probably to distance itself from the original, mm-hmm. but they put a lot of heart into it, and the acting was great. Even the kids were really good actors. Like the kid who played Pete, he did really good acting against whatever it is they have him act against for when he's talking to Elliot. Yeah. Because spoiler here, Elliot's really CGI and practical effects. He's not real. There are no practical effects for Elliot. I'm sorry. When he's flying and they're on the dragon. That's not practical. Uh, that was CGI. N- no, the, the the green carpet they're sitting on. I'm sorry, that scene. Oh, that was the, still that was still CGI. The background was CGI, but the no, the, the they they weren't sitting on an actual green carpet. That was CGI carpet. They were sitting on a green pole or something. Like wow, that. that looked really bad. <laughs> that looked even worse than I thought it did. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, point is, there is not a real Elliot. 
but wherever CGI, like if they had the tennis ball or whatever, mm-hmm. the kid did really, really well. Yeah. I oh, and one more thing, because I was looking at the cast list. The there's another girl in the movie, uh, Natalie. The one who played the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. She is actually in. She's been in a few other things. She's in Bad Moms. So this little girl has two movies out at the same time. I'm like, how did you get that lucky to get two movies out there? Oh, so does Bones. True. Unfortunately, this is the better of the Bones movies. <laughs> it really is, and I hate to say that. Uh, you know. Okay, so full disclosure here. I got convinced into going to this movie because I, I said, you know what? If I go see this movie, I reserve the right to be salty. Yes. And you agreed. Yes. And now I have nothing to be salty about. I wanted to be salty. Well, if you like, I can go put Rock of Ages or Gem on for you. No. Oh, I know. On the line, starring the guys from NSYNC. Maybe I'll let AJ play some video games when we're done here. Yes, I need to go down and I need to kill some things to deaden the feels that made my heart grow three sizes today. <laughs> and with that, I'd like to give a shout out to all our listeners on um, TuneIn, iTunes, the Podbean Player, Google Play Music, Stitcher. I want to say thank you for listening, and I hope you all tune in uh, next time as well. Um, if you like the show even a little bit, please consider becoming a patron at Podbean or Patreon.com. We have links on our tip jar at nonoms.net. Um, and with that, anything final to say, AJ? Nope. All right. Well, then thank you for tuning in. And until next time, bye. Bye.